Hello and welcome to Season 4, Episode 3, I believe, of Streetcast. Uh, my name's Gareth Burrow, with me are Richard and Tom. Uh, Sean's not with us again, he's got uh, a prior engagement, I believe. Prior engagement, is it? Quite possibly. Um, he will return to us. Um, he hasn't left and we are all still friends. So, um, I've gathered you both here today. You're probably wondering why I've gathered you here. Um, I've gathered you here to talk about time travel. Um, some examples of time travel... Um, some time travel references, uh, some physical proof of time travel, people who have claimed to be time travellers. Um, I mean, are, are you aware of any examples at all? Maybe maybe you'll recognise some that I'm going to bring up uh, shortly. Yeah, I think, um, I think I know one or two of the ones you were going to bring up. This is Because this is a topic I quite enjoy. It's and, great, yeah. It's, um, I mean, I'm no expert on time travel, um, is anyone, but... Um, it's certainly something that, um, yeah. do you know, sometimes where you're just sort of scrolling through and looking for things to watch and, yeah, I've, I've often found myself uh, falling down the time travel uh, uh, rabbit hole, so to speak. Um, in that case, and I'm just going to go straight into it rather than waffle on anymore. Um, I'm going to kick things off with some stories of uh, time travel caught on film and media. Um, so I'm going to start with one of the biggest stories. Um this is of the time traveling hipster. Um, I don't know if yes. you guys have ever seen yes. that photo. I have seen this photo, yeah. Okay. Um, the photo itself is sometimes referred to as the modern man, um, but however, it is more commonly known as the time traveling hipster. Uh, the photo itself was taken in 1941 uh, during the reopening of the South Fork Bridge in Canada. Uh, it's a, a legit, uh, authentic, proven image um, with even. Uh, and this is the interesting part, even other photo, other photos, as in like other angles um, of the exact sort of moment of, of yeah. that happening, we can also see um, the time-travelling hipster um, in the background of those photos too. So it's not as if it's just like one photo, there are multiple angles and stuff. And if you do a little bit of uh, researching online, you can, you can, you can find them um, as well. Um, I'm looking at it right now. Is it the one where... He's got like is it an M or a W on his yeah, top, and he's that's got the one, yeah. Like sunglasses on. That's the one, yeah. That's you, the one. You can tell it's not this century though, because he hasn't got a short back and sides. But <laughs> well, this is that. what you've you've jumped you've jumped you've jumped about ten paces ahead. But yeah, that's that's <laughs> the photo. Um, yeah. Um, but that 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 is the the gentleman in question. Yeah, uh, the time traveling hipster. Um, the photo itself. Um, I'll give you a little bit of a backstory first, and we we'll, we we'll move on to it. But the photo itself was. Actually owned and released by the uh, Canadian Museum or a Canadian Museum as part of um, an exhibit they put on in two thousand and four um, called "They Pass Lives." However, um, like always, when things uh, make it to the internet, it wasn't until two thousand and ten that the image was posted online um, as part of an online collection and display of those images. Again, museum linked, museum related. Um, leading to that image obviously further getting seen and picked up on, you know, obviously on things like Reddit or whatever, and uh, eventually leading to numerous claims um, of time travel within and, and discussions. And I mean, there's hundreds of, of, of videos and things you can watch on this topic alone and, and studies and things of this, this over the years. Um, but yeah, that, that is the, um, the image of the time traveling hipster. So, I mean, uh, We'll go into why why this particular image is is linked to time travel. I mean, Tom just mentioned he's had a look at the image. Um, so to, if you were to look at that image, then why 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 would you say uh, that could be could be linked to time travel? What what not, stands not, out there? He's not wearing a hat, and everyone else is wearing a hat. 
Yeah. It was it was very much a thing, wasn't it? The trilby hat. That yeah, was like yeah. a, a thing at the time. Like bear in mind, bear in mind, this was nineteen forty one as well. Take a look around. Uh, this man is very clearly not dressed like any other person there of the time. Um, he looks way too current, way too modern day, and most certainly stands out. Um, I mean, you mentioned his hair there. I would say that's quite a modern haircut. I mean, yeah. that's quite, that's kind of coming back in that type of haircut now. Um, Makes me wonder what they're all looking at. Why Why would he go back in time to... It is. Um, it was a... a um, a very famous uh, a bridge reopening, I believe. Um, I couldn't really tell you anything more about it. I don't know much, don't know much on, on, on Canadian history or whatever, but um, it was a grand event and a grand opening sort of thing. And uh, South, um, Fork, South Fork Bridge reopening. It, yeah, there. that's it. Um, I assume they were all, just all there to witness the opening, basically. Um, but yeah, I mean, he's wearing shades for a start, um, and they've got the sides on, if you notice, as well. Yeah, okay. Yeah, they're like, uh, sort of... like eclipse glasses, aren't they? Like, yeah, you, you, yeah. You wear to watch the solar eclipse. I would, I would say, I would say that's that's quite a trendy cardigan. Would we call that a cardigan or like a sort yeah, of be cardigan, knitted, knitted hoodie type of thing? He's got a logo on the shirt, um, an M. He's looking very fresh as well. If you look, he's very clean shaven, very well groomed. Um, his hair is immaculate, very fresh. Um, and what's that in his hand there, Sue? What's that in his hand? You can see, um, you know. That, to me, that is some kind of 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 modern day, but certainly um, uh, a device that possibly wasn't around in nineteen forty one. What were we saying there? So it really worked that. It looks, from what I can see of it, it looks like a camera. It's a camera. It's a camera. Um, have I got a better? Yeah, I'm trying to find this? different yeah. angles. Yeah. I'm it does look like a camera, yeah, but like you could ask then if he was back from the future, then wouldn't the camera be a bit smaller? Unless it's just um, not a camera at all. Or it would be when, it would be in I, the glasses, right? When I was yeah. when I was looking into this, um like certain sort of like um historical camera experts and stuff like that have actually tried to look into this and various other photos as well. Um to sort of work out what type of camera it could be. Um, I mean, I don't know if anything has has come of this. They might have even uh, they might have even said what what it possibly could have been camera wise. Um, but um, yeah, it was certainly. I think it, I don't know. It's it's been it's been debunked and it hasn't been it has, debunked. For, yeah. For it, like for it, for example, um, the um the t shirt he was wearing the the M t shirt um that is apparently rumored to be part of. The Montreal Maroons team, yeah, um, and apparently it could I, be it could it could even be a sew on patch. They're saying. I'm, I'm looking at the, uh, the I think I think it's the Montreal Maroons team now with their jersey for that and the lettering. It is different. Like, I, but this is a thing. This is a thing. I I had a little look into that, and it's not exactly the same as as the no. Montreal Maroons. It's really not. Um, more block like more blocky. There's no no flourish off there. Like, would you say his name or a W? On his top. Well, this is it. This is it. Um, I th- I think I think it could be a case of of uh, you know that that is possibly the closest thing that they are finding it, it could be then or um, might not be there. Yeah, yeah, you're right. The, um, but I've I read things like that could have been like a sewn on thing rather than a, a transfer or um, whatever you call it. You know, um, like this type of thing. Um, the glasses. You know, the glasses is an interesting one. Um, 
They said they could possibly be driving glasses. Driving glasses like that did exist at the time. What, um, with the, with the, like the, the blackout on the, on the sides, is it? Yeah, with that on the side. Apparently glasses like that existed at the time. And as I say, various sort of like um, photography camera experts and stuff have tried to pick apart what he's kind of holding in his hand as well or what could have been uh, available at the time even. Uh, but still... I still think something doesn't quite add up about this 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 man. He still seems way too modern and way too ahead of his time. And what I'll say then is if everybody else is sort of dressed of that time, what was so different about this man that he was so ahead of like time and fashion? You know what I mean? That's one thing you gotta you gotta ask yourself. Maybe he was just on his way somewhere. That or like he was on his way to the hockey game. Or he was going there after, or he was there before it. And that's why he's dressed like that. Well, what, what would people in that era actually wear to hockey games? Is it like that? That's that, what. That quite, no, maybe he was. Maybe he was training. To look into. But maybe he was training. What, ah, like an actual. Like a player. Player. Yeah. One one thing one thing that um I would say really made me think about this and really made me wonder was who actually was this man? Now this was nineteen forty one. This, you know, I I know it's not too long ago in terms of history and stuff if you get what i mean yeah so like does anyone know his identity we talking like family relatives there's got to be someone in the world who recognizes this man and i mean as far as i'm aware at the time of going to press of this cast at least um he's never been identified never been traced never been um clarified identification wise so like why why hasn't there been ever someone out there a friend a family a relative why hasn't anybody ever recognized this man there's got to be someone somewhere with photos of this man in like a an album or, or a family album or something or on the wall or whatever. Why hasn't anybody ever been able to trace this man? That that is um, well, it might that be a is case that you know this guy didn't have any people after him. This could have been the end of his bloodline as such. He could have been the last one. Yeah. Well, we don't know. Um, we don't obviously, there's the the friends thing, you know. But this is 1941. He looks like he's in his what uh, mid thirties. I would say. I would say. I would say late twenty to early thirties. Absolutely, thirties yeah. possibly. So, yeah, I would think that he'd be. Yeah, he'd definitely be dead now, right? I mean, <laughs> yeah, oh no, he might be. No, he might be alive. I mean, hey, this, this is this is this is also uh, you know it's it's a good quality image as well. I give it that it's it's a good quality image. You can very clearly see uh, this man in there. It's a great image um, of the time. So it just makes you think why why is like you know this is such a popular worldwide um, sort of uh, image or or conspiracy or whatever you want to call it. Um, not conspiracy yourself, but you know what I mean. So like, yeah. why why is this man never? Never been identified. There's probably people who are like heavily into stuff like this and, and would make it their mission to track this man down. Why hasn't that yeah. happened yet? That's, that is my that is my take on it anyway. On um, the time traveling hipster. In in regards to the camera, or the, what we think is the camera anyway, they people have speculated that it could be a Kodak camera. Kodak thirty five from the okay, 1940s. Okay. That's what they reckon it could be, but no one can confirm it. I don't think the image is clear we, we, enough to really make it out. We'd need to sort of look into what what sort of hand ca- handheld camera devices would have been available at this time. I imagine as well. Yeah. I, I mean that's what I say with the in terms of 
people have been trying to work out what kind of camera it could have been and what was available at the time. I'm on a oh. website called WikiHold right now about uh, about this, and uh, one one of the like explanations of because you know the the first thing uh, when you said is a bridge opening, I was like, why would you time travel and go back to a fucking bridge opening <laughs> in the, you know in the middle yeah. of Canada? But they actually touch on this pretty good, and the question they've uh, they pitched is, what if time travelers have no say or control in where they wind up? Like, I should so yeah. So, so there's the only the only avenue where this guy is a time traveler. He received a random destination and a random time, and it was so boring that he just kept it to himself. That's what they said on this. Yeah, it's just no no real relevance. He just should have rocked up there and yeah. found himself there, sort yeah. of thing. Yeah, that'd be quite funny. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, we discovered time travel. Do you want to go somewhere? Yeah, go on. Where can I go? I don't know. Just get in. <laughs> yeah, I mean, who's who's to say if 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 time travel uh, devices uh, existed or were invented? Who's to say like how accurate they'd even be? You know what I mean? Or or you yeah. you'd even have that level of control where it's to say like you know I want to go to Cardiff in like nineteen fifty whatever. You know who's who's to say that they would be that accurate? You know what I mean? That's the thing. They could literally just throw you wherever. So you're absolutely right. I would say the most logical thing for, for one being in a time travel being invented is it would be in the place where you are stood. That is where you land in time. Yeah. But That's what me, I would think Burra, is logical. Me and Burra touched on this very briefly before we started because I picked up this book yes. and I was just talking about, um, it's called uh, What If uh, Randall Monroe, the creator of uh, XKCD, the first page I turned to, I was like, oh, you know, I might just pick some stories of this to, to read on the cast. First page I turned to is, I assume when you, tr- right, this book is a book on, like, just random questions that people have asked the author, and he's like a, a scientist and all that. The first question that I turned to was, I assume that when you travel back in time, you end up in the same spot on Earth's surface. However, that's how, back to, uh, that's how it worked in Back to the Future movies. If so... What would it be like if you travelled back in time, starting in New York Square, uh, New York, like a thousand years, ten thousand years, and it says all that. So, I think the geographical location of where you start would change because of the Earth's trajectory, depending on on the time. For example, like the Earth's constantly moving, so if you time travel back, yeah, that's I never thought of that. If you travel back, like what, ten minutes, you could just be at the end of your street by the time you you like reappear. Yeah. Oh no, that's that's a that's a good point. That's a good point. I didn't think of that. Um, it's also it's also what you got to remember is, I know different films and stuff touch on this because you get different laws of time travel in movie and TV, don't you? Um, like, can you travel back to the point where you were originally, or once you travel, um, you make a different stream basically, so you have all these different oh flashpoint time streams. Yeah, so you can never you can always travel forward to a point. But you can never travel back to the same point that you left, so it was going to be different. It it would, yeah, unless you travelled back there originally and you were stuck in a time loop. But yeah, it, it would be different. Yeah, yeah. It's it's like when um, like going back to the Flash again. When I I forgot what the bad guy's name was, Thorn in the first season. Uh, yeah, bad Thorn. Yeah. Yeah, it's like when he goes back and Reverse kills. Flash. Yeah, when yeah. he kills like Barry's mother. Mother. Yeah. Yeah, it's like a long time ago. I watched this. And like, when Barry was a kid, he was already there as a teen or adult. So that yeah. is kind of like a time loop situation. So yeah. that would be similar. But you're right. Yeah, if like you were just going back in random times, you'd have loads of um. What do they call them in 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 Flash? They got a name for them. Is it Divergence or something like that? 
something like that. I don't know if that's Flash or if that's something else, Divergence. Uh, I can't remember. One, one, I, of the I know bad guys, one of the main bad guys in Flash is one of his like alternate path timeline creations of himself. Isn't it? Like, yes. Savitar, wasn't it? He's that's the, one. the evil Flash version of the Flash because of so many different versions of him. And yeah, it gets complicated that does. But um, yeah, that, that that that's a good point though. I I, I forgot about the Flashpoint. Thinking about it, that's a pretty good, pretty good, uh, quite up to date one as well, really. Yeah, Flashpoint. yeah, I suppose it is. Reference wise, yeah, it was, it was a while yeah. back. Now, mind, but um, well, yeah, that's, that's that's a good one to kind of reference when you talk about time travel. Uh, have you got any other pictures on the agenda, girl? Yeah, um, I have got um some some pictures and video examples actually. Um, over the years of uh, various examples of uh, possible time travel or possible um, devices not of the time uh, that have been caught on film and media. Um, for example, uh, there is a footage from 1938, I don't know if you've seen this one, of a, a woman exiting a DuPont fa uh, factory. And this appears to show the woman sort of walking and talking happily along on a device which looks very similar to a mobile phone. Um, so, have, have, you, have you ever seen that at all? It's, it's ringing a bell. Yeah, it's ringing yeah a bell. she's sort of like, she's sort of like walking along and she's very happy, like ridiculously happy. And she's sort of clearly talking uh, to somebody um, on uh, on something that looks um When was this, do you much... say? How, how, how far back are we talking? Uh, 1938. 38. Yeah, she, she's literally walking out to a factory, or finished the shift or whatever, and she's on the phone and she's like, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, debunkers have said that it's possible she's like listening to something or some sort of listening device or even a, a sharing device, Um, but she's absolutely is talking to somebody at least, so I, I can't explain that one. You Have you ever seen mm. that one at all? I have. Now that I'm looking at the photo, I know what one you're on about. Yeah. It's a strange one because she she like literally like you you could you could you could even argue that is from a modern day film set of a period sort of uh, film or whatever of the time and she's off you know off camera just on the phone like in between takes it even I would even say it looks like that. So from what I gather, they're saying that this was an initial test of a wireless communication device. Basically, a, a prototype of a mobile phone. Then we say, yeah, from okay, but I don't I, like this. Can't be a reliable source because it's come from a comment on YouTube. That is not a reliable source whatsoever. No, no, no. Of course just not. someone saying this is my great grandmother Gertrude, and she was testing out the early wireless communication devices. Like that's not something I'm going to buy. I'm going to need a bit more mm. uh, information, please. But um, yeah, right. I've just found it now. Right, 1938. Right. Quite small, considering back in those days, didn't even you had the to military... by the bell oh, phones. Yeah. So that they were yeah, like the you, first... You would have had the... Um, they? Yeah. Pull, pull the antenna out job, you know, proper car phone, as they called them back yeah. then. Yeah. Hence the name uh, car phone warehouse would have come from the, the term car phone. It was essentially a, fair, a car phone, like, you know, <laughs> big thing, like. In that picture, there's a woman in front of her with like Princess Leia kind of hair, and she's also holding something that looks. I don't know. It's just a, so. Just a black, could black, could black could, could it have been could it have been that this lady or them particular ladies from the 
DuPont factory. I'm not quite sure what, what a DuPont factory uh, make or do actually. You can you can look into that one if you want. But um, yeah, is is it quite possible that uh, this lady or these particular ladies were given some prototype um, device uh, of some sort, communication chemi wise, chemical uh, company um, from what I can find. Well, no, nobody seems to be paying any like special attention to her. Which yeah, yeah. that's what I mean. That's another thing. Like, if someone had this sort of like years ahead of time technology in their hand, most people would be like, "Oh, look at it on the phone." Or, yeah, what's that yeah. like? Yeah, so, like, that's incredible. Everyone just sort of. That's but, another thing. In many ways, she she sort of, she's fits in with the time, but at the same time, she doesn't fit in with the time. We're going back to the time traveling hipster. No one's really looking at that guy, but there's one woman. There's one woman that's looking down at the general direction of what he's holding. Right. Okay. In that picture, um, I'll be I'll be moving on. Right. But yeah. I'm not going to jump too far here, but I'll be moving back onto that picture now because there's something even more fascinating. Um, I've actually got a story of someone else who apparently claims to be in that picture. Spoiler alert! But we'll be moving back onto that picture in just a bit. Okay. We get back onto that now. Cool. Um, very exciting. Uh, very exciting stories coming up. Yeah, but like like Tom says though, no one is at all sort of concerned that there's this weird electrical device in this woman's hand. But this is it. This is it. And it, not only that, she seems very comfortable and happy doing it, as if it's something she does every day, sort of thing. You know, there's no like uh, uncertainty of of. You know, like picking up a device and being sort of like, you know, what's this kind of thing? How's how does it work? Mm. So it's a strange one. It's a strange one. It's certainly quite an enjoyable one because, um, to me, it just looks very natural. Um, that uh, that is a device not of the time, but at the same time within that time. Can you see the picture that I'm looking at? The one with the woman in front of her that's also holding the the black object in her right hand. Yeah. Yes. So. It could be something from the factory, and I hate to be that kind of guy, but she could just be scratching her face while holding yes. it. Yeah, yeah, it could be like an umbrella, for you know. I mean, well, this is it. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm not. I, I, I just for for the benefit of the tape and viewers and anyone listening, I am no way saying I believe any of these. By the way, I'm literally just looking at what's presented and what it could be. You know, that's what. Yeah, I, that's yeah. It. I, but um, yeah. yeah, it could it could easily it could easily be that. I mean, that could absolutely be one explanation. Um, as I say, but she seems to definitely be talking to somebody. So whether it's just talking to those around her, or whatever, and she's holding something, and she's talking. I mean, that yeah. is that is a given there. So, um, but um, there's another um another clip of a similar example. Um, this one you may have seen this one as well. This features um from a Charlie Chaplin film premiere. Um, now the clip was uploaded to YouTube in October of two thousand and ten. Um, by a filmmaker called George Clark, an Irish filmmaker, and the video was labelled Chaplin's Time Traveller. So this particular footage um, is actually from the DVD extras um, of a Charlie Chaplin film called The Circus, and that film was released in 1928, now bear in mind. Right. Um, so this clip um, is is from, from the premiere of that film, and this was at uh, LA's Grauman's uh, Theatre, I believe. And this basically shows um, a woman... Walking and talking, basically coming in uh, to the premiere um, on, a, on a device that pretty much resembles a modern-day mobile phone. She's just very quickly walking past, sort of like in a rush or whatever, but walking, talking. Have you ever seen that one? Yeah, <laughs> looking, around, looking around now. 
Yeah, um, so that's that is um, there's two very similar examples there, um, of of this kind of thing, um, of of a mobile phone sort of put on camera and then. So this one potential mobile phone wasn't part of the film. It was like somebody. Part of the it was, um, so, so the zebra thing out front is like an advertisement for the Charlie Chaplin film. Yeah, it's it? basically basically right. it would be the it'd be the equivalent or then of um. Like outside, like Leicester Square, is that where they right, have the premiers? Right. Yeah, yeah, that kind of that kind of thing. You know, the red carpet event or whatever, the or uh, the, the showcase, and it would be the equivalent of just just filming a bit of background B roll or whatever you want to call it of um of the premiere. And they've they've captured this woman walking past, and she appears to be on a mobile phone. That's, that's it, basically. But obviously, nobody would think anything of that if this was two thousand and twenty two or or any time before, but. Uh, this was uh, from 1928. That's nearly a hundred years now. Yeah. Mad to think that, eh? But um, yeah, nobody nobody really saw this till the sort of um, well, it, it was on the DVD extras and 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 as I say, it was sort of like put on YouTube as as a, a Chaplin's time traveler. And I think as as I you know as always, he sort of picked up from there. It was obviously posted at various places and things, and um, that was it really. But um, yeah, two very very similar examples there of uh, of uh, potential mobile phone use. Maybe yeah. maybe she's trying to hide her face. Some some people have said it's um like um like a, a year ho- uh, like a like a, a li- you know, like a, a hard of hearing old fashioned oh, yeah. device. For a while, the carbon it... amplifier yeah. patented by the Simons played a major role in hearing aid technology and significantly raised the volume of hearing aids. So that's what we say. We're saying it's possibly a, 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 a an old school sharing device. There's a lot of possibilities. But, I mean, <laughs> yeah. that's what I mean. I mean, I I I'm not going to sit here and say it's a mobile phone. You know what I mean? I I I don't want to be that person. But um, I I'm I'm extremely open to to any any sort of ideas. I mean, no no one no one no one can fully debunk anything like that. I mean, you know, it was so long ago as well. So God. This is what Gordon Cole is wearing in Twin Peaks. Uh, I'll send it over to you guys now, and hopefully, Richard. What the the um, the the, the, the device is it? Pop it on the screen. That okay? On one of those old cameras, if you were to hold that to your face, that would kind of look like a phone. Yeah, okay. I, I'd I'd reckon. Yeah, I mean, most most of the theories I I have um looked into on this particular woman has been it's been some kind of aid device, so it might possibly add up. Ah, oh, but still, still. But um, there are a few other examples as well. Um, another one, uh, which I believe has since been debunked by camera experts and stuff, but there was a uh, talk around then, at least at the time it was noticed, of a photo taken from uh, Brazil's um, win uh, over Czechoslovakia in the final of the 1962 World Cup. Uh, this basically shows um, a small sort of gathering of, of paparazzi press photographers. Um, they are sort of surrounding um, a Brazilian player called Garincha, uh, is that how you say it, who was uh, voted player of the tournament, man of the match, whatever you want to call it. Uh, but yeah. he's sort of holding up the cup, and they're all sort of directly in front of him. And, and all, all, the, all the fellas seem to all have the same type of camera, but there's one particular man who's sort of holding it up as you would, you know, hold a mobile phone taking a photo of him. And I mean this this did the rounds um of uh of time travel proof. 
but I think in later years, um, it was possibly thought to be uh, what's known as like a box camera. Yeah, um, but that was one. I, 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 say, I do think that has later been um, sort of um, pushed aside in terms of, of time travel. So where in this photo is that fella? Directly in front. Directly in Point, front. Oh, pointing up there. I see, I see, I see him. Yeah. So I say to, to, to quickly glance at that, it would obviously look as though someone is holding up a mobile phone, but I, I do think it has heavily been picked apart and was uh, to a, me, yeah. a box audio, camera. Audio device yeah. it looks to me, it looks like a field recorder. Yeah. Yeah, or, or something like that or whatever. Um, but, Which um, definitely would have been around at that point. Because you have reporters yeah, I mean, and stuff. That yeah, they would have been. They are, and whatnot, like. they, they are obviously reporters, journalists, press, whatever you want to call them. There's actually another yeah. one in the bottom left of the photo. Of a similar device? Yeah. Yeah. Well, there we go. But um, that was one. Uh, there's also. Um, there was also a painting I was looking at um, called The Expected One. Uh, this was uh, an, an 1860 painting uh, by an, an Austrian artist, uh, Ferdinand. George Waldmuller, and apparently um, people claimed that this was a portrait of uh, a woman uh, staring down, uh, holding an iPhone, basically, while walking along the countryside. Yeah, look however, at that. However, that's also that's also been debunked, and uh, yeah. and apparently it's simply just a prayer book. Oh, boring. Uh, that that was another um, another similar example. Or going back to that, um, a, a, a photograph um, was. Um, from 1943, and um, you may have seen this one. There's a photograph, basically, on a beach uh, in Cornwall, uh, Newquay, Cornwall, I believe, um, on Toan Beach. And this is basically uh, a beach full of people, and there is just a man that's sort of standing there. Uh, he's he's not dressed exactly like he's on the beach, you know. I mean, or for 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 leisure purposes on the beach at least, and he's sort of like standing there, looking down into a mobile phone. Yeah, I um, can see it. He's in like brown jacket, yeah? Brown sort of suity type effort. Yeah. Now this was a this was uploaded to Twitter in uh 2018 um by a uh a multimedia artist uh called Stuart Humphreys. Um but um it later got picked up on and, and did the rounds online and even made it to sort of like UK press. It's also been on like Fox News and stuff and things and uh, stuff like Lad Bible you know, and things like that has been on you as well, and it's just sort of that one is very heavily done the rounds and stuff. Um, but um, the person who uploaded it, in fact, I just mentioned now that that Stuart Humphreys chap, um, he actually has gone on record as saying that um, or dismissing uh, the fact it's a time travel, and he said that the man was probably just rolling up a cigarette. That is, yeah. that was the quote he said. He's basically said it's probably just a man rolling up a cigarette. So take that as you will. I mean. That is certainly an extremely logical example of that. It is just a man just rolling up a cigarette on yeah, a beach of, of holidaymakers you, or whatever. You can't really make out what it is that's in his hand. In no, that that's it, that's so. it. I mean, but I mean, people have argued that he's sort of dressed differently or he's not really sort of in a relaxed sort of mode for the beach or whatever. Well, he's um, on a ciggy, son. Yeah, but <laughs> um, they, they, that's, a, that's a few... That's a few um, uh, uh, photo and, and video based examples anyway of sort of mobile phones uh, apparently um, 
Fort Arden I mean, on film and camera. They can, say, they can say that he's not dressed for the beach, but look around. There's loads of men yeah. there that are dressed quite should, similar. They yeah. should, um, you know. I mean, old, old men sort of, uh, or, or uh, you know, even now, sort of the older generation, um, I've always been brought up sort of dressing smart shirt and tie. You know, there, there's some there's some old gentlemen who, who who still to this day wear a shirt and tie every day, even just around the house or whatever. I mean, you must have yeah. seen people like that yourself. So um, I just think that perhaps that was sort of maybe the attire anyway. But um, I don't know. I don't know what to say about that one. I, I mean, it's very possible you could have had rolling tobacco. These are keeping in little tins and things. Yeah. However, it's very possibly he was, he was rolling a cigarette. But um, I don't but know. I good don't to know. speculate, Dennis. Good to speculate. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, so that's all the examples of... of, of um, uh, time travel or time travel devices sort of um, caught on sort of like film and media type of thing. And unless there's any others that you may have know that I have mentioned yet at all. Um, um, I think they're the most popular ones. We'll, we'll like go. We'll, the... we'll go into we'll go into celebrities in a bit. By the way, I've got a little bit on sort of <laughs> yeah. celebrity time travelers, if you will. Um, but the, um, the, the, mo- the most popular one for me was the time traveling hipster. Time traveling hipster, was, absolutely, yeah. yeah. Uh, and I think I think that's my most favourite as well at the all of them because it's it's a very clear image, clear image and and you yeah. can clearly see what's going on. Uh, that that's probably my favourite one. Um, but yeah, if there's nothing else to um, particularly add on on that subject, um, I'm going to move on to people who have claimed to be time travellers. Now this was a real real interesting piece um, that I I particularly enjoyed when when researching this. Um, so yeah. Um, are you aware of a man called Andrew Carlison? Uh, not by name. Not personally. Okay, I'll tell you. I'll tell you. Um, so, in February of 2003, a man named Andrew Carlison, uh, he was investigated by the FBI at the request of the Securities and Exchange Commission, the SEC. Um, reasons being, um, he was under suspicion of insider trading, um, with obviously within the stock market, etc., and, and the uh basically what we were talking about in our stonks uh episode ironically um so um suspicions began when the sec learned that andrew carlson inexplicably increases assets in a in cash from initial value and this is this is insane by the way um of eight hundred dollars to three hundred and fifty million dollars in this in the space this, this is where it gets good in the space of only two weeks what? So, um, yeah, he, he raises assets from $800, a simple $800, to $350 million in the space of a fortnight. Um, so, um, obviously, despite the high risk in each investment, Carson's trades experienced an extraordinary... Yeah, this, uh, Carson's <laughs> trades experienced an extraordinary gain, and, and this news um, sort of caught the attention of the traders at the Wall Street Stock exchange raise a few eyebrows, so to speak. So, as I say, in just two weeks, uh, is turnaround from eight hundred dollars to three hundred and fifty, uh, with one hundred twenty six commercial trades in the U.S. stock market. And I knew this one would very much interest Tom as well, so I was looking forward to throwing this story in. Um, so in his interviews, um, with the FBI, Carlson told them he was a time traveler from twenty two fifty six, and he could even prove it. Um. He's, he sort of um he uh 
he would also say that he would give them information on on like certain um future events one of them being like the uh, location of osama bin laden um even a cure for aids uh uh the date of iraq wars and things like that um but yeah uh basically they were almost certain that um his success then was was absolutely not uh down to just luck and as a result of that he was arrested for insider trading by uh the uh, the sec and authorities i can see um i got a bit of a bit of a newspaper headline here and it says that uh, the SEC insider, they were the same people that it that actually um the same like or, uh, organization but department that in uh, investigated uh deep fucking value uh the guy that kicked off the old GME thing uh GameStop thing right, right. The same people that it, like uh, they are the the regulators really but okay anyway assuming it's heavily heavily ties into the stonks that's what I mean that's why this was such a good story like. But uh, yeah, you can see it says here that uh, yeah, what they say is we don't believe this guy's story. He's either a lunatic or a pathological liar. But the fact is, with his initial investment of eight, what was it, eight hundred pounds, eight hundred dollars, eight hundred dollars, yeah. um, and he turned he, he, and he turned that into three hundred fifty million within uh, a fortnight, and that was one hundred twenty six um, commercial trades there, as I say. Yeah, and he said um, they say that uh, every trade he made capitalized on unexpected business developments, which simply can't be pure luck. So he never made he never made he never made like a loss or anything as well by the looks of it as well. Um, you know, so like um, yeah, but he, he weren't just betting or like betting. He weren't just putting his stocks on standard businesses and you oh know, no, just, no, just no 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 standardly no. climbing. It's it's like what happened with GME just on a on a much grander scale with the looks of things. Yeah. With multiple businesses. That's mental. That is mental. In in many ways in many ways that sort of back up the claim was where, you know, he knew something like but um in in his um in his confessions or whatever you want to call it, his interviews then uh his videotaped interviews, um he said um it was just too tempting to resist. He'd planned to make it look natural, you know, to lose a little bit here and there, um, so it doesn't look completely perfect or too good to be true. Um, but he got caught up in the moment. Um, so, yeah, um, apparently uh, he was from twenty two fifty six. Though, where's he now? Um, then I wonder. Ah, will we move on to that now? This is where it gets very interesting. Um, so you mentioned the. Uh, you know, did they did they believe sort of Carlson's story about time travel? They call him lunatic, pathological liar, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, but I think they were somewhat confused where he was sort of getting this information from. Nonetheless, not the information, the sort of the knowledge of, you know, these investments. Then, um, well, yeah, that's it. They I mean, say, if if the hedge funds don't know about these in advance, then how the hell is he going to know about them? Yeah. I'm, I'm just looking back through some information I had noted on. It says, according to an SEC source, if a company's stock rose due to a merger or technological development that was supposed to be a secret, Carlson knew someone uh, knew about it in advance. Somehow knew about it in advance. Um, they also stated the SEC that they couldn't find any records of Andrew Carlson's presence. Before and this is where it gets interesting. Before December two thousand and two, so very very interesting. This, this is great. The more story, you say about this story, the more you say about this story, the more it's ringing some bells for me. I'm sure I've seen this. A, I must have seen this. Before. It's a great story, it's, it's honestly. Yeah. Um. I mean, 
in his confession uh, or, or his, his testimony or whatever you want to call it, he said that he'd be willing to reveal, as I mentioned, the coup for AIDS, the date of the U US invasion of Iraq and the exact location and hideout of Osama bin Laden. He said he simply just wanted to return to his time machine and, and, and go back to his normal timeline. Hello, um, what's interesting on this one is uh, I just looked up the this one. Is, Go on, yeah, go yeah, um, yeah. I, I th probably probably going to say the same thing. I'm on uh, mysteriousfacts.com right now, and it says on you, Carlson was supposed to meet up with his lawyer on April uh, the second. Yeah, you've jumped about ten steps ahead. All right, all right, all right. I'll, yeah, I'll hold on yeah. and I'll, I'll hold on um, on that one. This, on. No, no. This, this, this is the, uh, the, the, uh, the big end for me. This is this is what I particularly enjoy. Um, this is where it gets interesting. Um, Carson apparently um, admitted or, or, or stated that he's also in the time traveling hipster photo, um, <laughs> just like just slightly over from the hipster himself. Now, if you actually take another look at the time traveling hipster photo, um, you oh, will yeah. see a man that does look very, very similar um, to Andrew Carson. Um, he's even he's even circled out as well in some photos but yeah just just slightly over and if you were to look at the two to the left or to the oh christ yeah to the left yeah uh, and that's this uh, is one, where it gets one, really spooky because he literally does look pretty much like the same guy one two three people up from him is it yeah i sort of like slightly over yeah um now this is this is where it gets interesting um if if this is the case why what was so you know what was so um special as we said earlier about that bridge opening that you've got two time travelers there within one image does make you wonder is that it's, bridge it's, still going is it going to be a disaster there in the future that that hasn't happened yet i wonder we don't know but this is this is where this is where it was like whoa when when i was like wait a minute now so i was like i i i've been researching a time traveling hipster photo that's fine that's fine world-renowned time traveling hipster photo and all of a sudden, I find out there's actually uh, another man that's also linked to this photo. And I, I never knew that before. This is the first I'd ever heard of it. I was aware of the Andrew Carlson story sort of thing, but I never knew that he was supposed to be in that photo as well. Yeah. So I have done from what I found on this. So this particular story, um, time travel, uh, this guy the time traveler who did all the uh, andrew carlson stocks and whatnot the only proof that it's come from is a, a news article from a newspaper called um uh, what's it called sorry uh weekly world news right i don't know if you've seen this yeah 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 i've seen the article yeah i've seen the article. so so weekly world news um it's the only place that has published this story and run it um, there's actually no evidence that someone turned that amount of money over on stocks at any one given time. And this newspaper has been around for a bit now. And in the terms of service of that page, it does say that a number of different sources are, and some are fictitious or satirical. So I think that this story isn't completely true. No, exaggerated. What, what a weird thing to make up, though. Um, he what he was he was apparently jailed for two months, though. Um, so they, I mean, there's got to be um at least some record of that, as well as um, 
someone um, deposit uh, an anonymous person then, an unidentified benefactor, I believe it was called, um, someone deposited a million pound to bail him out as well. So, um, if that was the case, um, and there is record of of his arrest and and his two month imprisonment, uh, who bailed him out? That's another thing. Um, so. Um, apparently then, if this is a true story, but. um, Carlson was supposed to meet with his lawyer on April the 2nd, 2003. Um, he didn't show up and the authorities have failed to trace him even to this day. So if this was a real person, who was he? Where did he go? Where is he? And, you know, uh, it's obviously thought of then he's possibly returned back to his, uh, his own time and, and, uh, travel back to the future. If that is the case but yeah um yeah he's apparently never be, never been seen again in in response to tom's earlier question yeah they all, also they published two different pictures of him as well in the in the article the the, the face two different the people <laughs> two different as people. in two different people yeah um also it's kind of like coming from that far into the future you would think that they would be smart enough i say this because people these days are fucking stupid and you would think people these days would be smart enough but you never know he would like profit in that much in such a short space of time would make him stand out like yeah exactly you know, yeah. yeah that's not so that's not right to blend in it doesn't make sense yeah. also it it does kind of follow the same line as uh back to the future where biff makes all the money biff when, when he goes you know, when he has the almanac mm-hmm. and uh, bets and all the sporting things and just makes his fortune. Can I just can I just say as well, th- yeah, th- this would, this um, this Andrew Carlson story would absolutely make a good film or would have made a good film. Totally. That, that you know, if you, if you, what I've just said and what we've been speaking about there, if you was to pitch that as a sort of, um, as a script, that would make a great, a great story. Even a book or whatever. It's a great story. Even if it is fictitious, it's a great story. Um, You know, and again, no one, no one is saying, no one, you know, no one is saying that it is hundred percent true. Um, but um, yeah, I, don't, I, I think this one's a, I think this one's a bit of a fake, to be honest. If I, if, if I'm giving my opinion on it, like I think that's, that's absolutely fine. Thing, that's right? absolutely fine. I mean, uh, what, what are other people saying? What are the, what are other people saying on it? Uh, let us know. Let us know by all means. By all means. Um, but I mean, um, amongst the, the time traveling community, um. It's obviously believed that he's uh, returned to his timecraft and, and his own time. He made his fortune and hit the road or depends what sources. Of course, same goes with anything, really. But it depends what sources you want to believe. I mean, well, this is it, yeah. This is it. But this is what this is why I find it so fun or um, interesting. This because I mean, nothing nothing is concrete with this. Um, no. I mean, I've got a few other stories, um, which I'll tell you about as well. Um, some of them have. Some of them have been heavily debunked, um, but ne- nevertheless, at the time then, these things were, you know, thought to be um, time travellers and are still sort of heavily told stories within this sort of thing. So they're all relevant, even if they're not, you know, even if they're not entirely true. Um, you may have you may have seen, um, you may have seen online in 2018, a man uh, referred to himself as Noah. Did you ever see that? Noah. Uh... Um, yeah, he made some sort of like, um, videos and things online claiming to be a time traveler from 2030 um he even took a lie detector test live on camera as well um to make sure that uh, his series of of claims and things were, were true 
Um, a few things he said, such as like um, uh, humans had finally been able to travel to Mars. A cure for cancer was found. Um, electric car, uh, electric cars were a, a prominent thing. Um, he claimed that uh, due to climate change, America had become much warmer, and Europe and and UK a lot cooler, and things like that. They were they were a series of little videos. He had like a blurred face out or whatever to protect identity. I don't know if you've ever seen them at all. And there are a few other similar people as well, which I'll, I'll be talking about in a moment. But did you ever see this Noah fella? No. No. Yeah, I, 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 rem- I can remember sort of, um, I can remember it sort of happening at the time. I didn't really pay a lot of attention to this particular one, no. Other ones I did a little bit more, but um, this one was sort of, yeah, you know. But, um, oh, he's like a, a young young man, this fella, this Noah. Yeah, it's a young fella, yeah. I, I think his face is sort of blurred out, don't it? Or is it uh, not? Yeah, but there are pictures of without his face blurred oh, there we go. in the vast majority of I remember, I remember he was a young a youngish sort of uh demeanour going on, yeah. But um I, I don't I don't know then. I can't tell you on this one, unfortunately, um whatever became of this Noah character or if it was ever um I can't really remember if it was ever debunked or, or, or claimed to be a fake. I, I I don't know. I don't know. I c I can I can remember it, it happening and, and it being spoke of. And it does come up still if you watch certain things on time travel or whatever or, or read up on certain things. He, his name still gets mentioned. But I I don't really know what the outcome was on it all or, or whatever, whatever became of this Noah character. Apparently he claimed that Donald Trump would be elected for a second term. Okay. Well, didn't say when. Uh, hold on. Didn't see President when the United could, States could after still the happen. 2020 election will be Donald J. Trump. When did Trump get elected? Six, 2016? Yeah. 16, is it? Yeah. 16, 17. Yeah. Is it? 15, 15, 2015. Oh, 16. No, it was 16. 16 it was yeah. 16. Yeah, because 2020 would have been next. And... Yeah. Yeah. Joe Biden, no one ever saw that coming, did he? Anyway. <laughs> Yeah, but this Noah character, he made a few claims, made a few videos. I, I, I don't know if anything ever surfaced again since I don't know. Unfortunately, maybe I, I, I should know that, but I, I don't. <laughs> I really don't. I don't know what became of him. Um. Do you, 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 you ever see him at all? No, it's the first time you're about this no, fella, to be honest. I with you. Um, well, there was another very similar one that sort of um, uh, appeared not so long after. You might have seen this one. The guy sort of had like um. Like a, a rubber mask on, and sort of like um, like a fake disguise, like a bald head. And did you ever see him? Um, Alexander Smith might have seen that one as well. David, that that, that was a slightly more popular one. Um, now this was a time traveler who claimed to be sent um to the year twenty one eighteen on a secret mission for the CIA. Um, and he claimed that he was sent to twenty one eighteen in the year nineteen eighty one by the CIA. Uh, he claimed to have met his past self in the 80s and he also claimed he had photo proof which he shows in one of his videos um, of 2118 um, of uh, I believe it was a, it was a, a city I can't remember what it was possibly yeah, like LA or something um, but he shows a photo and it basically shows sort of like um, flying cars and a different type of landscape um, which he okay. claims is, is from that time 
turquoise or teal kind of skyscrapers. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he also he also um, he also explains that he was putting his life on the line uh, by revealing details of his so-called voyages to the future. Uh, and as I say, he seems to be wearing some sort of like mask type effort um, in uh, as a disguise in his videos. Um, he talks in a sort of um, like a sort of um, I'm in trouble type demeanor from remember type thing, and uh, yeah, quite a grainy video. There's not really much going on. You think he wears a bit of a suit type effort, fake mask or whatever. Um, that's about it, really. But he claimed to be um, he claimed to be on a secret CIA mission. But uh, yeah, that's that's a that's a lot more famous one though. This Alexander Smith, from what I remember. When did that but, come but out? Again, it was two thousand eighteen that it came out. Two thousand eighteen, I think it was. But um, possibly it was around the same. Not long after that, no. I don't know the year, the exact year. Uh, it was not long, but um, again, I don't really know what became of this guy as well. I I think it's just sort of the upload stopped, perhaps, and. Um, I don't really know what became of this guy. That's another thing. I never really know what becomes of, of these um people. There's only a few that have sort of been uh, debunked or sort of you know, whatever. I I I don't know what, what became of this one. I'll be honest with you. Might it might have literally just sort of stopped. <laughs> All right, I'm I'm sorry, I'm I'm on the um I'm just on like a random Wikipedia page and there's one for this fella. Uh Haken Nord yeah, that's Lord coming Chris. up. He's coming up next. He's coming up next. <laughs> All right, go on. I'll let you Yeah, try. again, thir- funny, man. 30 steps funny. ahead. He's coming up next, yeah. Um, I'll move on to that then since you brought him up. Um, Hayden... Hayden... Let's talk, about, let's talk about Hayden Norvik then. We can talk about Hayden Nordvisk. Norvik. Um, yeah, Norvik. so this one... This one, great time-travelling <laughs> story. Great time-travelling story. Um, but this was um, later debunked. Um, which I'll get onto in a moment. Um, yeah, no or, or basically um, revealed then. But yeah, this was a a two thousand and six um video upload uh, of a Swedish va- a Swedish man named Hakan Nordvist. Uh, he claimed that he had been accidentally transported to twenty forty six whilst attempting. This is where it gets quite funny. Whilst attempting to fix the sink in his kitchen, so under the sink basically, he found a time traveling portal, um, which uh led him into the future. Um, who um, he then met someone who he claimed to be um, himself at about um, 70 years old, who he hang out with, had a great time and stuff and, and got to know him, etc. And they did even like um, videos filmed and some short sort of little clips of the two smiling, hugging, shaking hands, etc. They also compared the same tattoo on them, uh, on the uh, right arm, I believe. But um, yeah. Real great stuff at the time. You think, okay, okay, this is great. Could be some, could be some uh, real depth to this going on. Maybe he did find a portal under the sink. But apparently, the story, the story was later revealed uh, to be a viral marketing campaign promoting uh, pension plans uh, by the insurance company AM AMV. So uh, that has been, Jesus. yeah, that has been um, all for a pension that. plan. Yeah, but um, some great footage, a great story, and and again, I know this wasn't a great story, but it is one that regularly comes up in the time travel, uh, talks or whatever, and, and video just on time travel purely because it's it's a sort of story in relation to, and at the time was was um you know very heavily discussed, uh, 
within this subject. So that's that's a great one. But yeah, yeah, but that is uh, a fake, and that has been proven fake. But uh, do you ever remember that one at all? I I couldn't remember seeing that as as it came out. No, God, no! I just saw it on the uh, oh. the Wikipedia now, and um, <laughs> that was um, so that was that was hack. Hakan Nordvisk. Um, have you ever? Are you aware of uh John Tito by any chance? This is this is another interesting one. Um, John Tito or Tito, Tito possibly was um he was a, a person claiming to be an American mili- American military time traveler from twenty thirty six. Um, so uh, a series of posts were made on online forums. Um, from Tito again claiming to be uh, an American soldier from twenty thirty six. Uh, based in Tampa, Florida. And apparently he was assigned to um, a government uh, uh, time travel project and sent back to 1975. Um, it's quite, quite a funny one. Sent back to 1975 to retrieve an IBM uh, 5100, or whatever you say it, 5100 oh my God, computer. Steinsgate. This is the story um, of Steinsgate. That's I don't my know that background. Story. My background's. Um, is, oh, that's uh, it, is it? Yeah. Um, it's a. a I you know I I I don't like to bring it up in public, but there's a Japanese um TV show let's call it called Steins Gate. It's based on and this, is it? Yeah, yeah. I mean, even on the wiki now that I'm looking at right now for this one, it says uh, in the Japanese visual novel Steins Gate, and in the play he uh, also discussed the occasional radio show. But yeah, apparently this is what's from there. And the thing you mentioned just then, the computer that he was getting, where's that? Yeah, for some for some reason, um. He said he what he wanted uh, 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 something from uh, that particular computer in, in relation to whatever uh, I don't know, but that was his that was his uh, uh, mission, if you will. Um, but yeah, the the outcome of this one, though, um, you know, I'd mention like I don't really know what happened, but with this one, he was last heard of in two thousand and one. Uh, he was never heard of. Uh, Sort of after that, that was the last post sort of dried up or whatever. I, but um, yeah, I don't really know. Uh, what was his name? John Tito. Yeah, I don't really know a great deal about that one. But this story always comes up in sort of like little time travel based presentations and stuff. This is quite a regular one that comes up. John Tito. But uh, yeah, because like surely. He would obviously exist now if he's in the military in twenty thirty six. Facebook him. Uh yeah, but he's uh he disappeared Doxed. apparently. Docs this fuck. He disappeared apparently. Um now we go we go back I'm gonna end this particular section on the most recent stories um of people who claim to be time travelers. You must have seen this one. You absolutely must have seen this one. This is the TikTok time traveller. You must be aware of this one. Yeah? TikTok really? time traveller. I'll Google it. Hold on. Hold on. TikTok, so, TikTok time. So in 2021, so very recently, um, videos surfaced of a man claiming to be from 2027. And this man um, is always, always at sort of places that would otherwise be heavily populated. Um, but appear to be completely deserted, not a soul around, nothing happening, no movement, uh, not a single thing going on or a single other person around. And his username is Unicos Brivavente, uh, which means means, um, TikTok trend traveller. But his username is Unos 
Breviente, which means only survivor in Spanish, I believe. And um, he gained over 6 million TikTok followers uh, in a short space of time um, by sharing his one-man adventures as a time traveler. Again, filming abandoned places, buildings, um, all, all, and, and cities all around Spain. Um, and he claims to be stuck in 2000 and, uh, 20, 2027, 2028, something like that. And um, uh, he's even previously warned that human extinction is just a few years away as well, apparently. Um, so his first ever post, his first ever TikTok video, um, he, he uh, narrates that he's just woken up in hospital. Uh, he doesn't know what happened. And today is February the 13th. 2027 i am alone in the city and the story continued from there basically but basically in that video i just mentioned you just basically see him wandering around and there's absolutely nobody about and he's in you know city of what would be otherwise extremely busy times of day um people have commented on his things as well and said that he's obviously going there really early in the morning at like 6 a.m or something so he's responded to that by um going to uh a very public location with a sort of like public clock or public date and time clock or whatever and having a photo there or, or basically making it known the time he's there and again the same the same result absolutely deserted abandoned and there is a series of these videos um i think even right up until you know up until recently he's still he's still posting or whatever right so he's just so I got this straight, because I don't know about this. He's taking these videos in his own time, and they're being sent to our time? Yeah, he is in... He's in the future, basically, is my understanding of it, where there is no humanity, or there is some sort of humanistic, human extinction, and he's trapped in uh, this sort of time zone, and he's the only person there. I believe it is. So he's in like shopping malls, shopping precincts, city centres. And to look at this, it's like, how is he doing this? Is it some sort of like really advanced editing where he's able to take away every single little person or a little detail of something going on? Um, if that is the case, it's still marvellous how he's done that. And and the editing is is insane, if that's the case. Um, but yeah, you've got to ask yourself, how on earth is he doing this? Because uh, they, they look so realistic. People... People have even commented him telling to go to certain locations um, at certain times, certain days. They've asked him to prove certain things, to stand by certain things, to film certain things. Um, and he's responded by by more or less doing this, they say, with the clocks and things like that. So it's it's fascinating. It's absolutely fascinating. And this is this is real recent. You know, we're talking like last year to present, as far as I'm aware. Um, have, have you ever seen any of the videos at all yet? Or, no, or no, yeah. this is new yeah. to me. Yeah, but um, yeah, as soon as um, I had the idea of um, sort of uh, this idea has been kicking around a while, really, to talk about time travel and stuff, and, and this this came about then. In fact, so that's how recent it is. Um, very very recent. Um, so that is a modern day example, as fresh as it gets, of um, possible uh, time travel encounters caught on film, video, camera, whatever you want to call it. Um, I think I think his name is Javier, even though that is his username is Javier. Yeah, Javier. However you want to pronounce it. Um, apologies there. Um, but um, yeah. Uh, that is his username. Uh, 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 translates to what did I say? It translates to. Uh, 
Unicos Brivivente, uh, Only Survivor. So, yeah, he's basically um, playing upon the fact that he is the last person left within that time zone, timeline, time frame, whatever you want to call it. Um, I say they are extremely convincing videos. They really are. Um, what? Like, my what hats off to him. If, 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 he's, if he's edited so. these videos in a certain way, then well done, because they are amazing, like, honestly. Why? What you got to remember is Hollywood films now. They can literally remove countrysides and everything yeah, yeah, in yeah. between. That's what I mean. Um, um, I, in terms so, of editing, it's, it's great, like, if that's the case. Like, from what I can see, um, CGI experts have debunked this. But they, clay, they say that he is obviously an expert in CGI. Oh, yeah, he'd have to these be. These things. Be, yeah, they say that, that they're not real, according to them. So It'd make a really good... Um... Like a climate change activist kind of post that would, yeah. if if tilted in the right way, make really good PR that would. As I say, I mean, I mean, I I I'm not saying I, I believe this at all, but but absolutely hats off to him because whatever he's using, if he's using, if he's doing this at home or whatever, and he's editing these videos, you know, using some kind of software available to him, then excellent because he's done a well, great job. He really has done a great job, like. To get give, give a bit of perspective, so remember the whole farce over the Superman mustache that was poorly edited out CGI, and you could clearly oh, God, see there yeah, was a mustache. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you remember that? Yeah. Well, there's been like people on YouTube, like content creators on YouTube, who are who are good at you know all sorts of things, and I can't remember the name of the channel, but they re-edited it, the <laughs> um that footage, and they made it look good. And it's like this just proves that. You know, there are people out there that are just oh, as good, yeah. if not better, than some of the Hollywood CGI folk. Yeah, like um, some, some, like some of the fan-made versions of stuff you see, don't you? Of like yeah. things, and they're like way better. Like these, you know, these sort of like these uh, not fake trailers, then, but people's takes yeah. on possible trailers or their versions yeah. of trailers for for films that could happen one day. And yeah, and they're like this is amazing. Like, yeah, yeah. absolutely, absolutely. There was a channel that did um, superhero verses, and they'd have like. Um, Deadpool versus Red Hood, and uh, as a as a trailer, like is it? And well, they would have they would film it as full action scene. Or oh, actually, they would make it. Then you mean? Yeah, and got, it got, looked yeah. really good. Like it was, it it could have been a TV show quality. I wouldn't say it was quite movie quality. Yeah, but it was TV show quality. And you think like, but people with the right resources can do shit like that. You know, people can easily uh, do. CGI to get millions of TikTok followers. So, oh yeah. Do like, you think how much has he earned off the back of this? Because I know on TikTok, it's the same with Instagram and everything else. When you get to a certain level of followers and likes and all that, the stats are in your favor. You can monetize yourself, basically. So very, very well done. Though, a good bit of money off that. Absolutely, gotta be. And as I say, um, it's extremely well done. So you know, if that's his game, that's great. Like. You know, and it's just a harmless bit of entertainment, perhaps. Um, I'm going to move on to uh, celebrity time travellers. Uh, this is my next move. Um, so, um, Trump was just mentioned, wasn't he? I can't remember why we mentioned it, but he was just mentioned. Um, so, this is a, a, a talk of what originally started amongst the Reddit community. Uh, you might have seen this one, in fact, then if that's the case. And this is in regards to a series of books from the late 1800s that uh, has a character called Baron Trump. 
Are you aware of this at all? I, no. <laughs> no I'm yeah, Baron, of course, is uh, the name of, of Donald Trump's actual young son. Um, oh, shit, yeah. So, Oh, yeah, this, yeah, so all I'm getting on Google is just this is um, kid, like. this is um, the 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 book itself is called Baron Trump's Marvelous Underground Journey. I see it. Yeah. Um, now this is about um, a wealthy young man who lives in a, a fictional place called Castle Trump. Could this potentially be Trump Towers? And his adventures begin when Don, Don, <laughs> the master of all masters. Inspires him to travel to Russia, where he finds a portal that allows him to travel to other lands. Now the coincidence, uh, the coincidences within these books of of obviously um, uh, struck an interest um, from internet conspiracy theorists and and time travel enthusiasts etc. Um, who believe um, that uh, the Trump family basically have access to time travel and and to uh, portal uh, within um and has done so for many years um through the president's uncle engineer john trump now john trump uh reportedly had access um to papers and research um of nikola am i saying right tesla um who according to theory was uh researching time travel and it's uh widely rumored amongst that community that um, the knowledge that Trump had and the ability of or access to certain time travel based uh, elements, devices, uh, led to his win in the uh, 2016 presidential election. It was 2016, yeah, 2016 presidential elections. And the books um, I just mentioned um, are by Insigul uh, Lockwood, who was apparently a lawyer. That uh, dabbled in fantasy fiction. Do you reckon time travel then just makes you slightly retarded? Yeah. The Donald Trump. <laughs> but this this is great though because um, the these stories they all sort of have references to Trump's life. Like Castle have Trump. Have you seen? Have Trump you seen Tower. this guy Don's name in this book? Have you read this guy's full name? Yeah, it's Don. Do you know, like you get like Don Vito Don? Carlo or whatever. It's it's one of them kind of dons, isn't it? I believe. No, not necessarily. It's Don that, something something. Don, Don Constantino Bartolomeu Strepolo Bijiguan Riaspum. Yeah, it's a, nailed it. Yeah, I think he was. A, I think he. I think he was a don, as in the the don. I think he was a, a proper don, like commonly known uh, among scholars as Don Fum. Yeah, it's probably better easier to say, isn't it? Don yeah. Thumb. Is it so? Don Trump. See, Don Trump. Similar, it's not, not too, no, there's not too much. You can see though, you can see why people have made these connections though. That, yeah, I uh, can. Baron Trump's marvelous underground is a bit. Uh, I can, I can, strange, I can yeah. see why people have made these connections. Me personally, anyway. I mean, I'm not saying I believe this, but I can absolutely see. Um, Baron's these, a weird name, isn't it? A strange name, isn't it? I can it's see where these connections have come from. Um, it's a super villain name, Baron. It's a, it's a load, think, isn't it, Baron? I think there are um, other theories. I think there's a good few theories about Donald Trump time travelling. Um, but this was this was an interesting one. I th- I'm sure there are other things. Where, do you know like when you get like photos of somebody that look like him? Or yeah. I think I think there are other things. But th- this was um, this was an interesting one because it's based it's based upon a narrative rather than a photo of all oh, look here's Trump in like nineteen 
whatever. Yeah. This this was a, a far more interesting one to look into. Um, well, seeing as you mentioned Donald Trump, I'll just chuck this in here quickly. Right. Um, so we we all know the the whole thing about the Simpsons predicting future events. Ah, yes, 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 stuff. yes, yes. This is a perfect so, tie into that. Um, so Donald Trump has, I think, it's two instances he has of um, Simpsons tie-in. So. The one to debunk, first of all, is the one where he's coming down the escalator and it completely mirrors him oh, the one, in yeah, a shopping centre, coming down the shop, the escalator, waving or whatever. And then there's a Simpsons, it's not even an episode, it's a, it's a promo piece, I think, um, where Homer's directly behind him uh, coming down. And uh, people went wild thinking that, oh my God, you know, the Simpsons exactly predicted what was going to happen. It's not. They were spoofing that particular event. Yeah. Um, and it's, that's not real. Uh, the one that is real, though, which was Israel, um, is is <laughs> Israel is real, is um the one where Lisa becomes president in the future, and she comments that they've inherited a great debt from President Trump. From President Trump, so, yeah, and yeah. that was yeah. you know that was well before Trump obviously came to office and all that. I think at the time though, um, Donald Trump was flirting with the idea of running. I think that's why the joke was said yeah. in that time. Um, because he said that's I think that's when he famously said, if I was to run for office, I would run as a Republican because all their voters are stupid. So that's <laughs> that I think that's when he that's said that. Yeah. That was before he'd done the time travel and become a bit <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Um but yeah, the Simpsons have done a couple of things. I think my favorite one, um one of my favorite ones from The Simpsons was the the Fox Disney merger. Cause they done they put an episode out of that good few years before disney actually bought fox and in that episode it had you know the fox corporation then underneath it has property of the disney corporate uh yeah property of the disney corporation you know i think that's just a spoof on it whatever because you know disney's buying everything they bought marvel they bought lucasfilm all this stuff and eventually they did buy fox so So you could uh, you could argue that that is one of the ones that uh did come true yeah there's a there's a lot of them that are like uh Things happened and they're similar to what happened in The Simpsons. Yeah. Um, and you could go, you know, you, you could kind of just link them because that was it. What um, what you what you what you find online uh, though is like these sort of get misshared or, or misrepresented. They do, yeah. And sort of people will just sort of share and share them. Oh my god, the Simpsons are predicting the future, share, share, you know. And, Chinese whispers. Yeah. Oh, is that, yeah, is that, that, that intolerant? Is... is that intolerant to say these days? Possibly. Um, right. That is that is certainly what happened with the with the escalator one. That just got shared. Some like meme writing got put over it or whatever. As always, shared and shared and shared miles away from its original ever source, and then it became okay. that. Then I guess another one that kind of it was an eerie look into the future was the this the Siegfried and Roy um, tiger thing. Yeah, Remember that? yeah, yeah. The white tiger thing was it? The, the, yeah, the, the white uh, tiger. The, the yeah, circus performer people. Where in the Simpsons yeah, years before they happened, it, the White Tiger attacked one of the two guys, and then years later, the Siegfried and Roy, who the, those characters are obviously based off, yeah, of, yeah, 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 the, the exact thing happened. So to be fair um, though on that one, know. I mean, they were how around many, the Tiger a lot. How many of those type of performers have been attacked by? Because like they always say, like I know animal cruelty people will always say that that. People who train animals like bears and tigers and all that, they don't treat them properly. And no, like a joke, for example. Yeah, they they resent their owners. So mm. 
there's they're gonna snap at some point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They wait. They wait. They for that moment. I think, and they, the animal one day they just wait in for that moment, and uh, yeah. But um, the one, another one that I thought was crap was the the invention of the shard in The Simpsons in an episode in season well, six. The, the where, the I don't remember that. What, yeah, what what's that just, one? The thing. It's literally just a shot of Big Ben and oh, the London skyline sort of thing, like yeah, 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 and it's exactly the same grey clouds as it's as standard. And Big Ben is a digital clock, mm-hmm. and then to the left of it, you see just it's literally just a skyscraper, and it's not even like in any detail. You know, like something in a cartoon was in the distance. Yeah, like yeah, a, you know, like a triangle, really. Um, and people are saying, oh, it's the shard. I'm like, it's, it's not. They just chucked a build in there. That could be when people are looking <laughs> too far into, perhaps, there, then. It is. It is. It is. Um, you know, there's been some funny ones. Uh, one I didn't realize, and I found the other day, was the um, the Higgs boson particle. Yeah. So when that was discovered, um, the actual formula and the equation for it is eerily similar to the equation that Homer writes on a board in an earlier episode of The Simpsons when he's trying to be an inventor. Right. However, the writers of The Simpsons have said that that equation that they wrote there was based off of a prediction by Professor Peter Higgs in 1964. So they wanted to have some sort of accurate representation of it. I'm thinking that's cool. that's really good Like that yeah. they do stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, that's... Uh, that's a pretty cool one. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I'm gonna, th- no, I'm gonna, um, I'm gonna throw in a couple of other celebrity spots. Um, now then, in that case, we've mentioned Trump a bit. Um, Greta Thunberg. Now, this is a great one. Have you seen this photo? I've seen. Yes. I've yeah. Seen it literally, photo. it could be. It is her, as far as I'm concerned. Now, um, so a girl who couldn't look any more like Greta Thunberg um, appears in an 1898 image. Um, at a Canadian gold mine. Uh, the photo was released as part of a collection by the documentary photographer Eric Hegg. Um, so none of the children within the photograph are named, uh, ident- or no identities known, only the date and the location of uh, Dominion Creek. Um, so yeah, there is basically a girl who looks exactly like uh, Greta, hair, everything, same face, uh, looking sort of like directly um into the camera um uh working or panning for gold or whatever you want to call it at the at the, at the working canadian gold mine yeah. uh, again this i think this surface pretty recently as well within the past sort of three years or so it's pretty recent yeah it's yeah it's, it's crazy how much this looks like it's a great out of all out of all the the yeah. celebrity time travel for this is by far the best um uh, that is you just wonder, spot like, on you know right? You know, like we always make the joke that there's a million people that look like me out there because I, I got tons of doubles. Oh, yeah, um, yeah. I wonder, like, how popular, I say how popular, how common is, you know, her Scandinavian features? Because yeah. it could, she could just have one of those faces that, that just appears pretty much everywhere. And it wouldn't surprise me if, um, you know, Canada and Scandinavia have those ties. I'm pretty sure they do anyway. But, um, Yes, it is mental. Great photo, though. Like you've got to admit, yeah. it's a great photo. Um, I mean, there's, 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 there's nothing I can go into um, in detail <laughs> no, on that, other no. than the fact it's just a great photo. That's, I just probably <laughs> said all I can say on that, really. <laughs> great photo, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, there, there are 
There are other ones, um, such as um, this is quite a sort of common joke now with with the actor Daniel Radcliffe. Um, various photos of of the Harry Potter actor Daniel Radcliffe um, have surfaced uh, all at various points in time um, that appear to show him at, at a certain point in time. Um, He's even been uh, appeared in interviews twice, um, both times on the Graham Norton show, actually. Graham Norton, for the benefit of the tape, is a uh, UK-based talk show, um, similar to something like Jimmy Fallon or, or what James Corden presents. Um, yeah. But yeah, he's, he's, been, he's been addressed um, twice about this um, in TV interviews, where he's actually been presented um, uh, with images and, and photos of, of people that look like him. Everything from um, people's ancestors that they've dug out, um, grandmas, an old-fashioned portrait found in like a charity shop or something, um, um, even an image of a of a supposed sex worker from the eighteen hundreds as even um, service. Now, my most fa- my most favourite one, and I don't know if you will have seen this one, but this is an incredible lookalike one, very similar in terms of Tia to the Greta one we just mentioned. But there is a photo of someone who looks identical to Andy Samberg. Of Brooklyn Nine Nine fame, and Danny Radcliffe, who both appear together in a nineteen seventy eight high school yearbook photo. And this is a fantastic photo. There's little information on the photo, um, other than the fact uh, it looks like them, and it was from a nineteen seventy eight yearbook. Um, I believe this one was posted to Imgur um, originally, and sort of started doing the rounds from there. Yeah. But the likeness is absolutely uncanny. Um, you could argue, though, in this photo that it also looks a lot like Elijah Wood as well. But then again, they do look very similar, yeah. them people anyway. Yeah. Um, Andy would, Sandberg, I, though. Andy I, Sandberg is spot on. In that it's picture. amazing. It's yeah. amazing. Um, I, I, I would even go as far as saying that that is a, a young photo of Andy Sandberg. It's incredible. Yeah. Like, it's, um, yeah. That is proper top-tier stuff. I thought, when looking through some of this stuff, like I thought, oh, yeah, okay, that looks a bit like him. Or they sort of, yeah, that you... You're really sort of, uh, you know, scraping the barrel there. But I've two top tier ones, but they would have been the Greta one and this one, absolute top tier. Like, what I find funny about the Daniel Radcliffe one is there's a lot of pictures where it's women that look like, <laughs> yeah, as I said, yeah, <laughs> you know? um, necklace, is it? yeah, um, yeah. that's what I think, yeah, like, even, even as I say, people's grandmas and stuff. Um, there's some real funny, um, um, clips of him as I mentioned um, on the Game Norton show where, where they're showing him these photos and like yeah, some of them are, are women yeah. and he's having a bit of a laugh about it and things um, but yeah um, I, I think he finds it funny really but um, yeah there's been two occasions where he's publicly spoken about all this and it's it's a regular thing I think to the point now where people are physically delving and looking for photos of Daniel Radcliffe through time like, yeah. and some of them are sort of um, you know really skipping the bar as it, it even says in the interview like it's got to the point now where it's literally just a person with glasses. Sort of. Um, that sounds, that sounds so familiar, Gareth. Yeah, much like yourself. Any sort of ginger sort of person <laughs> with glasses is yourself. So, yeah, he's basically um, the same with him now. But um, there's another one as well where um, there was a music hall. This is quite a famous one. Uh, this was, again, a, a Reddit user. Um, and it's... Um, a, a music venue in Manchester in the 1940s and it's sort of like um, a gathering of military servicemen and right in the centre of the photo is pretty much Daniel Radcliffe with the military gear on or whatever and that's quite a good photo as well yeah yeah I got that one yeah and that is uh, that's a 1940s um, photo 
So yeah, there's loads. I mean, there's loads. As I said, there's even one of a sex worker. There's a portrait of a woman. Um, as I say, some, sometimes it's women that look like him. Sometimes it's men. Um, I I find it quite funny though. There's there's loads. Like you could you could find it a real um, a real good uh, a pile yeah. of them. And he has addressed it, as I say. So it's quite a funny when that is. Again, I'm not saying that 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 Neil Radcliffe is a time traveller, but it's just funny and it pops up a lot. <laughs> I like all the disclaimers in this one, guy. <laughs> um, but yeah, this um, the Jay Z one, the Jay Z one as well is top tier. Again, I'm going top tier here. I'm not going, you know, anything below ones that are like wow. The oh, Jay Z one, best and nothing but the best. Exactly, <laughs> yeah. The Jay Z one, you must have seen that. Um, that is a a photograph from. Uh, around 1939, apparently, uh, during the American yeah. Depression, um, a flat cap man who looks well, it could even be Jay Z, like that's so much he looks like him. I sort of like Spit. standing there looking cool and calm and directly at the camera, and it's a great photo, great photo. And again, top tier stuff, top tier stuff, absolutely. There's an Eddie Murphy one as well, isn't there? Yeah, yeah, I just saw the Eddie Murphy one, no. Uh, yeah, must, yeah must what was the Eddie Murphy no. one? I, I might have chosen not to include that for some reason. Maybe he wasn't as good. Eh, kind of. What was, like what's the Eddie, I'll have a look at that another time. Um, tell me about the Eddie Murphy one again. There's a guy that looks like him. Just looks there's like, looks there's, like there's him. There's also, also one of like um, someone's someone's dad or granddad is um, is Matt Damon. Have you seen that one? In like a, wed, like a wedding photo. That's a really uh, good one. That's, oh. that's, a, that's a solid top tier one as well. There's a... He's got like a white tuxedo on. Uh, um, and who? He's who? Sorry, like, who? I was laughing. There's a, Matt, there's a Matt Damon time I'm travel one. That's top tier as well. But again, there's nothing really to say about it other than the fact someone has gone back through family albums and be like, oh my God, my ancestor looks like Matt Damon or whatever. Um, yeah, he's got oh, like well, a white tuxedo on. Well, the guy in the white... white yeah, yeah, the white tux. It's oh, amazing. Well, yeah, again, top tier. Great stuff. Yeah, I that believe, is mental. I believe I can't remember that. I couldn't find much of a backstory. I believe someone literally found it, and it was the sort of dad or granddad or granddad, possibly maybe, or it was found like, and it was like, oh my god, they they looked exactly like Matt. And there's even a photo of Matt Damon, the real Matt Damon, in a similar position as well. Um, yeah, I've seen I side, by, side s- by side. Yeah, yeah, and it's it's uncanny. Like you think you're like that's not Matt Damon. Yeah, it's amazing. Like. So um, they, they're the top tier stuff, really. If there are any others you're aware of, by all means, throw in. But um, for me, they are the, they are the top tier ones, absolutely. Yeah, so we've spoke a little bit about um, some sort of celebrity time travellers there and some real, real great examples of, fantastic uh, examples, in fact. Um, so I'm going to sort of move a little bit more now on to um, time travel in, in films and media. Um, so. Um, I'll start by uh, the obvious one, uh, Back to the Future. As represented on your T-shirt, guys. As, as represented um, on my T-shirt. So, I mean, I've obviously got to mention the Back to the Future trilogy. Um, we're all aware of the story. Um, the first Back to the Future film, of course, released in 1985, saw Michael J. Fox and Christopher Lloyd. Um, and it's probably one of the... First things you probably associate, if I said yeah. time travel films, time travel TV, incredibly iconic. Uh, the young Marty McFly and Doc Brown. Uh, Doc Brown, of course, who built a, a time travel machine out of a DeLorean car. Marty accidentally travels back to 1965, doesn't he? And he, he, accident, uh, he sort of um, accidentally prevents his, his future parents from meeting, therefore threatening his own existence. 
Uh, two other films followed. Uh, obviously, Back to the Future 2, Back to the Future 3, the latter being set in the Wild West, and of recent, a Back to the Future uh, stage adaptation uh, within 2020. Probably, probably the most famous example of time travel in media, like Absolutely. film and TV, I would say. Um, I've I've even got I've even got photos somewhere um which we can post somewhere by all means of me actually sat in a in a in a DeLorean as well. Great. Uh, I I took that picture. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So a little um, bit of random trivia on uh on this one, you. Um, apparently a real DeLorean can't even go right. So the DeLorean in the film would have to reach one point two one gigawatts of power needed to travel eighty eight miles an hour, right, to initiate the time travel. But apparently a real yeah. DeLorean. Can't even reach that speed. I've seen, I've really? seen, um, I've seen documentaries on 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 the DeLorean and DeLorean himself. Um, yeah, it was it's sort of a bit of a it was a bit of a failure, I believe. It didn't really. They were they were awful cars. They cut I corners as well on stuff. Yeah, yeah, they, were, yeah. They, were, they were they were badly made and and corners were cut and stuff. And I don't actually think there's that many DeLoreans, uh, even built or in existence. I ca- I can't give you the figure off the top of my head right now, but um. There are not as many as you'd think yeah. ever even made of DeLoreans. I remember really watching not. an episode of the show Porn Stars. Right. P-A-W-N. Stars. I know it. Yeah, I know it. I know it. Um, and the guy brought in his... He souped up a DeLorean to look like the Back to the Future DeLorean. Yeah. And he was trying to sell it. And he brought it into the shop, to, you know, to the, the, the garage in the back. And they looked at it and they loved it. Like they thought it was brilliant. It was really well done as well, but they couldn't yeah. buy it off him because they're like, we just don't know how much this is actually how, worth. Yeah, how can you value that? Yeah, I mean, yes. yeah. Um, you know, he says because if it was if it was a film prop, if it was in the film, then yes, they could put a price on it probably. Yeah. But because he made it, it's like it's really good, but they can't sell it. Swear it's good, night, sweet outfit into all this anger. I can tell you exactly. How good and nice sweetheart fits into this, and there's never been a more perfect time to talk about good and nice sweetheart. Um, so here we are. Um, this is uh, the moment they've always wanted in any street cast. Um, good night, sweetheart. So we're reviving a season one gag beer. Totally, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. Um, so finally, we can talk about good night, sweetheart. Good night, sweetheart is a British time travel based sitcom that stars Nicholas Lindhurst of Only Fools and Horses fame. Um, the sitcom premiered on the BBC in 1993 and ran for six series. Um, however, it did briefly return in 2016 uh, for one-off special as part of the BBC's landmark sitcom season. So the sitcom is about the life of one Gary Sparrow, an accidental time traveller who begins to lead a double life uh, through the use of a time travel portal he stumbles across at the back of a London shop uh, alleyway, which therefore allows him to travel between what was at the time the 1990s London and the 1940s uh, period during uh, the Second World War. Uh, so uh, the, the, time, the time travel uh, encounters uh, leads him to stumble across a pub called the Royal Oak, where he meets uh, a barmaid, Phoebe, within that time. Uh, who becomes romantically involved with, uh, and then this begins to uh, lead further into his sort of um, double life and essentially time travel adultery. Um, as as the series continues, yeah. um, 
as he makes friends with the with Reggie, the dimwitted policeman, and uh, and uh, his pub regulars. And uh, in his modern day life, he uses his uh, his best friend to sort of cover his tracks and explanations um, of when he disappears and and leads this uh, double life. I assume you've all seen the show, by the way. Nope. A, a very long time ago. So, I haven't seen it in years. Basically, um, when when he travels back in time and visits Phoebe the barmaid, um, who changed actresses, by the way. Originally, she was played um, by Dervla Kerwin, and then it changed um, a few seasons on. Um, Sean will, will tell you this as well. Um, this is one of the... <laughs> I hope not. This, this, is one of the only, this is one of the only times where I'm like, Sean, why aren't you here? It's honestly like um uh, you would absolutely love this um I can only hope I do the conversation justice um but yeah when he travels back in time um he explains his disappearances as him working as a government secret agent and he uses he sort of manipulates his knowledge of future events and he uses them to his advantage then um to his sort of explanations and disappearances um he also claims to um this is where he takes it too far I feel well there was no need to do this. But he, he claims to be a bit of a singer-songwriter and he passes off um, modern-day songs as his own, much like the sort of Beatles Yesterday film. Yeah. Be- yeah. Uh, but, I mean, this is why I thought the goodness we thought, well, you're taking it too far, baby, mate. There's like there's not really any need to do that. Like, time traveling is enough. You've got, like, you're a bit on the side in the past as well now and things or whatever. You've got your double life now. But this, because this would really mess with timelines now because he's sort of, He's claiming to be a singer-songwriter, for example, passing off, I don't know, Beatles songs or whatever. So then when this time comes along then, does that mean that the Beatles and stuff won't exist or whatever? Or whoever, like, is he messing up the timeline there? But um, he often brings in sort of, like, items um, from present day or things that were perhaps rationed in wartime Britain or simply not available. Um, again, which sort of backs up his claim to the sort of... Um, Secret agent life he's apparently living. He claims a lot of these things have come from America and things like that and passes off these elaborate stories or whatever. Uh, when he's back in the modern day, in the 90s, um, he simply explains to his partner, uh, Yvonne, uh, that he's um, been on big jobs or big call-outs um, for his work as a, a TV repairman. Um, but as the series later goes on, he quits this role um, and we see him by the shop um, that the time travel portal is sort of in front of or whatever. And he runs um, a sort of retro shop called Blitz and Pieces. Uh, this sells goods and stocks from the 1940s, a sort of like war memorabilia. Uh, obviously, the reason he's bought that is because he, he sort of got access to the, um, to the, the, the portal. And he can obviously spend a lot more time at the shop now. And he uses that... Um, to his advantage, obviously. Uh, yeah, I don't want to go too heavy into this, but he marries Phoebe. He has a son or whatever, and the series wraps up um, uh, during nineteen forty-five E Day. Um, his modern-day wife follows him to the shop I just mentioned, and she witnesses him disappear um, through the portal. He then becomes trapped in the nineteen forties. Then, uh, in the nineteen forties time timeline, um, after he saves a person. Um, Clement Attlee, um, from an assassination an assassination attempt, um, he therefore believes that it was his destiny to travel back in time with the purpose of saving this guy's life, and the portal is closed, 
um, because he's now fulfilled his purpose. And that's good night, sweetheart. Um, but as I mentioned, the show did return briefly for one episode in 2016. Um, Gary is still married to his past wife in this. Uh, this time, though, it shows him in the 1960s. His son is now a teenager. Um, in this episode, Gary visits the hospital where he's actually been born. Um, and he's yeah. crazy, he's crazy. And he encounters his father there. His father faints, leaving Gary... Father! <laughs> his father faints, leaving Gary to hold his baby self. So he's literally holding himself as a baby. And this, this messes things up. And this causes Gary to be thrown uh, into the future, this time to the, the 2010s era. Uh, he arrives in the, the toilets of a burger bar in East London, which is the location of his former shop. Um, he bumps into his wife, Yvonne, who was his wife from the 90s, his later wife, um, who is now a multimillionaire uh, from investments. Um, she's renting out uh, her basement to his best friend, uh, he learns that um, she actually got pregnant and uh, he actually has a daughter, uh, uh, a teenage daughter. Again, he thinks about then uh, contemplating a double life again. And this is where that episode ends. And the last thing we see of him, he discovers he's got a daughter and he's thinking about living in the 60s and in the 2010s. And that's it. That's good. Nice, sweet art. Um, that's it. Sean would have an awful lot to say about this. And... Um, it's such a shame that he's not here because he's the only other Streetcast person that has any clue of what I'm talking about by here. But there it is. I've, I've fully done a massive breakdown. Breakdown physically, mentally, and you give an ear there on, on Good Night Sweet Dot. It's happened. It's happened. We always wanted it only to took, it, in. it It only took nearly four years to do it. Four years, but there it is. I've done it. Um, I feel like some balloons need to come down from my ceiling or something. Or some confetti yeah. or... or um, some sort of celebration needs to pop up on the screen, but there it is. That's going to sweet out. Yeah, UK time based, um, UK based time travel comedy. I mean, anyone listening outside of perhaps UK may not have seen it. Might have been repeated at some point so on various um, regions across the world. I don't know, but um, I'm going to move on to something me and Rich have already talked about. Um, about like, oh, remember that show? Wasn't that great? It was. Um, let me get this date right. Eleven. 22nd, 63, obviously put the American yeah. way. It would be the 22nd of November, wouldn't it, really? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, this was an eight-part miniseries based on the Stephen King novel, which Rich has in his room there, and I actually have in my living room as well. Um, and this starred uh, James Franco, um, who plays a time traveller who attempts to stop the assassination of John F. Kennedy. This was a great show. I really enjoyed this. Really good. Yeah, really I, good. I feel like I feel like I wanted more from it, even though the story sort of yeah. done all it could. Yeah, I felt like it concluded. I wanted more from... Yeah, yeah. So he um he played an English teacher, didn't he? Uh, you you're fully aware. He played an English teacher who found himself um presented with a chance um to travel back in time to uh nineteen sixty. Uh, he is talked into it by his friend, um, and sort of uh talked into going back to prevent the assassination of President Kennedy uh, on November the 22nd, 1963. He sort of becomes, however, much like um, Gary Sparrow in Gunner Sweetheart, um, he becomes sort of too attached to that past lifestyle and sort of caught up within that life he's living. Um, he even has a romantic interest, I believe. Um, but um, that could obviously je jeopardise his objective and mission. 
he sort of there to sort of gather information about people and events leading up to the assassination, um, which is sort of that's his sort of task there, isn't it? Yeah. But as I say, he does yeah. he, he does sort of um get caught up um a little bit in in that lifestyle, which sort of um is there prevents... a twist? Is there a twist at the end? So there are con. It shows the consequences of time travel. It's sort of a it's sort of a, right. a butterfly effect type. Um, yeah, uh, theory, yeah, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. yeah, it shows it shows the consequences of messing with the timeline, doesn't it? Now, for the benefit yeah. of the tape, I haven't seen this right, but I'm going to pitch the the twist that did he end up killing JFK because he tried to stop no, himself? No, no, no. Okay, right. Fair. That's, no. that's a bit a bit um, obvious that one. It's so it's based on a Stephen King novel, but I, I, great book, that, great book, great show. Yeah, um, so you can take that for for what it's worth. Stephen King you know wrote Stephen a King's lot of like. shit books, man. A he lot has, of shit books. he has, and there's a lot of a lot of his shit ones become really bad B movies. But then he does write the odd banger. Yeah, this is a really good, good one. Misery, great, this is really good great, so. it's absolutely great. Anyway, I, I do want to ask a question, and this does kind of tie into uh, like the good night sweetheart and yesterday conversation so if you could erase a song from your mind so say go back in time and stop yourself listening to a song so you could listen to it all over again what would it be so we, we're talking we we're listening and experiencing for the, Something for the, for first, the first time again and that feeling yeah. of oh my god wow sort of factor of it or yeah. what is Maybe this <laughs> Um, <laughs> what to experience it again? Yeah, Baby Shark, best song. I, I don't know to be honest. <laughs> Jokes aside, I, I'm not sure. Maybe certain albums, even rather than rather than yeah. tracks themselves. Yeah. Um, I might have probably be a brand new song. Probably. I, I mean, there, it's a difficult one. There, there are certain moments. There are certain moments and times of my life where sort of have been had a certain soundtrack or. Yeah. Uh, a certain like vibe, sort of like you know, sort of like when when Blink's "Take Off Your Pants and Jacket" came yes, out, and things like that, or like you find Rory Six and Stones. They sort of you know, they're not like phenomenal groundbreaking albums, but they're very yeah. special and very important to me, and was certainly a big part in me sort of growing up and my musical taste, and even picking up an instrument and stuff, you yeah. know, um, picking up a bass guitar for the first time and things. So yeah, I would I would say sort of maybe. Maybe discovering sort of these type of bands for the first time and thinking, oh wow, this is great. Or maybe even thinking, oh, this is something I want to do. I'd love to be in a band and play music and stuff. Or I, I want to go and see bands. I want to experience yeah. things. And so maybe, um, maybe something like maybe actual albums or such. Discovering certain albums. Yeah, and albums that would be a fair one. An album like uh, my choices would probably be Take Off Man's Jacket, Sticks and Stones, and Commit This to Memory by Motion City Soundtrack is a big album from yeah. my youth but one that is like the kind of outlier and i've said my love for this band on this cast before is um live and dangerous by thin lizzy because um, yeah. hearing it in my dad's car uh growing up and it was kind of because it's completely different to everything else I exactly to. yeah it's it's raw and um, gritty and it's like whoa you know it's like what is this yeah. music this isn't on the radio sort of thing like and yes yeah, yeah. You know, they're more than they're more than just the boys are back in town. This is exactly yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I mean, in many yeah, ways, was... in many ways, it's sort of like maybe like I sort of got into the Beatles from quite a young age. So maybe like I can remember I was maybe about nine or ten when I started listening to the Beatles and things like and uh, that was pretty cool to you because 
you know, at the time there was like, I don't know, like your Spice Girls and whatnot about. And I, I picked up some Beatles records and, and I started listening to them. And so maybe something like that even. I, yeah. I, yeah. Well, that was that was a question that was posed to me by someone I work with. It's a good question. It's a very good it's question. It's a good question to ask on this cast scene. Just about yeah, time my 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 and, my, know, my credit uh, my credit to that person. That's a great question so, to ask. Thanks, Steve. Did, did, did he say <laughs> did he say his choice by any chance? No, because he, he, he said he's quite tough. Yeah, he simply just asked the question. He's thinking about it. He's thinking I think, about it. I was thinking <laughs> and let, let Richard know by all means. Definitely. Yeah. Check your comments down below as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I very curious to that so i'll ask i'll ask you then um in that case as we sort of begin to wrap up this episode um if you could travel back and witness any period of time um simply just as as a observer if you could travel back and witness any period of time which things or events would you choose or would you travel back to uh when the person that wrote baby shark come up with the idea (laughs) (laughs) this goes (laughs) This goes. This goes for our, this goes for our 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 listeners, though, as 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 well as yeah, ourselves. Yeah. Um, is it a specific moment um, that you'd particularly like in in time to travel back to and witness? I would love to see the Beatles' rooftop performance. That would be cool. Yeah, this, 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 the the Savile Row, I believe, wasn't it? Um, yeah. I would say though, if you were to go to, if you travel back in time to a Beatles concert, I would absolutely take your protection because the scream, yeah, the screams was so loud, absolutely deafening to the point where where the band couldn't even hear themselves playing. Um, that's why they didn't like playing live. Yeah, yeah, that's on this in the cast. The why, why they the Beatles, stopped? And, but yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it would have been good to sort of uh, be standing below London, seeing yeah, something like that would be cool. Um, I think just to witness feudal Japan would be pretty funky. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah. To witness the the life like uh, pretty, uh, pretty pretty gritty though, and you know not much like hygiene going on, and I like I shower pretty much like twice a day, so I don't know if I could. <laughs> I don't know if I could do that. I can't particularly think of 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 uh, of one. I mean, even even simple things like for Richard, maybe like a sporting event or a specific game or something, or like. But I maybe a concert or um or something perhaps or uh, like uh, for example like uh, like Live Aid when Queen was performing or something like iconic like that or um or the Beatles performing somewhere or whatever people would perhaps say that kind of thing you know massive iconic concerts and gigs and stuff perhaps that would probably be a, a popular one with people I imagine yeah yeah but um, I'm not really sure myself I don't know. As a thing, like like if someone if someone put a, a time travel device in front of you right now and go, you can go anywhere you want back in time and see something. What would you go and see right now? I, I wouldn't know. That's how crazy it is. Yeah, I, I, I wouldn't know myself. <laughs> yeah, um, no. But aside from like, aside from altering with timelines and, and and for own benefit, simply just to witness, just to stand there and observe and take it in. Do you know what I do? You know? I go back to nineteen forty one and watch a bridge open in Canada. <laughs> Yes, so I do. other people. Well, two two people have there apparently, so why not? Yeah, why not? Like, you know I mean? this is the best bridge I've ever seen in my entire life. What if none of those people in that photo are from that time, and they're all just time travellers? Yeah, I mean that pretty much concludes um, this particular episode um, on time travel tales. Really, I mean it's certainly been a fun one, as I say. I mean, I've never at one point ever said I believe any of this stuff, but it's certainly been entertaining. This has been. 
HTCast Time Travel Tales. I thank you for joining us and your continued uh, support. And we'll see you next time. Ooh, that out.